What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. What do you want? You want water? I understood everything he said, didn't you? We're on a five orange juicy alert today. My opinion on the Ulta controversy, what I think about Kanye West buying conservative social media platform Parler, and former host on The Blaze, Sydney Watson, asking for reparations after having to sit between two fat people on a flight. Plus, even more headlines of the day with Hot Take Tuesday. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Since we didn't have a show yesterday, we have so much to catch up on. That's why I got my comfy, stretchy pants on, because I want to be comfortable. Obviously, we have to talk about Ulta's interview featuring two men who identify as women discussing motherhood and girlhood. Gender-fluid hairstylist David Lopez hosted it, and Dylan Mulvaney, a famous creator on TikTok, discussed his desire to be a mother. Now I know I can find love. I know I can still be a performer. I know that I can have a family. I want to be a mom one day. And I absolutely can. And that's why the narrative still has a long way to go because when I was grieving Boy Dylan, I didn't know those things were even accessible to me. As a society, we collectively agree that blackface is wrong and offensive, correct? So how is woman face not the same? Why is it being jammed down our throats that grown men painting their faces isn't a mockery to real women everywhere? We're supposed to accept that? I saw this quote and I think it nails the situation we're living in currently. Kara Damsky said, only men could oppress women for thousands of years, then turn around, put on a dress, and complain that they are the most marginalized group in society. Now, I don't agree that women have been oppressed in this country for as long as it's been around, but the fact that even staunch feminists are now splitting off from the left because of this says a lot. I'm out of here. Hashtag boycott Ulta has been trending. And of course, Ulta turned off comments so their target consumer, being real women, can't complain, but they did put out a statement amidst the controversy. They said, the premise of The Beauty Of, I guess that's the name of the show, is to feature conversations that widen the lens surrounding traditional beauty standards. We believe beauty is for everyone. And while we recognize some conversations we host will challenge perspectives and opinions, we believe constructive dialogue is one important way to move beauty beauty forward. The intersectionality of gender identity is nuanced, something David and Dylan acknowledge themselves within the episode. Regardless of how someone identifies, they deserve our respect. Are you sure about that? Weird they say dialogue is important but then turn off comments so no one can use dialogue to explain how much we disagree with men telling us about what it means to be a girl. Call it cosplay if you really want to, but it's still demeaning and insulting. I can't wait till these beauty companies invite Rachel Dolezal all to debut a new black makeup line. Oh, wait, that would never happen. Why not? Because you can't just say you are something that you're not. Why does that rule only apply in certain situations, but not all? Pretty sure that's the guy in a costume. <laughs> it's also worth noting the special privileges and brand deals Dylan Mulvaney has gotten since becoming trans, like a partnership with Tampax after just two weeks of identifying as a girl. Butterfly in the sky, 
And then on his 188th day LARPing as a woman, he was asked to represent women at the Forbes Power Women Summit in September. In case you're new here, the reason Ulta is doing this, by the way, and the reason they don't care what we think and that there is a boycott Ulta hashtag trending is because this little stunt just raised their ESG score. What the hell is even that? Oh. You don't know? You should, because this little system has every single company in the world under a chokehold right now. You can learn all about ESG scores in my episode of The Spillover with Jack Desobic, season one, episode eight, anywhere you get your podcast. Oh, and I love how Ulta said, regardless of how someone identifies, they deserve our respect. That needs some unpacking. I don't know how to make this any clearer, but listen closely. Everyone deserves respect because they are human beings. However, identities, especially ones that are a lie and objectively and scientifically untrue, do not automatically deserve to be accepted just because humans have them. We can still respect that someone is a human being at the end of the day, but it does not mean that we have to nod our heads and accept whatever they tell us about how they identify. Oh no, I can't do that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. This is some piping hot conservative. Kanye West is going to buy the conservative free speech alternative to Twitter called Parler. If you don't know, Parler is owned by George Farmer. Who is he? Candace Owens' husband. Are you kidding me? Stop it. George Farmer sent out a formal statement about the announcement saying, Ye's acquiring of Parler will strengthen our ability to create an uncancelable ecosystem. No one should have to self-censor out of uncertainty about which legal speech will get him or her banned. No individual or business should worry about being completely deplatformed as Parler was merely for the expression of opposing viewpoints. Groupthink is and always has been more dangerous than independent thinking. George Farmer and Candace Owens, by the way, both going to speak at America Fest this December in Phoenix, so I bet we're gonna get all kinds of tea on this in person. Tickets, by the way, are available through the link in our Instagram bio. Use code POPLITICS for 25% off. But Kanye buying Parler still doesn't entice me to join. Unpopular opinion, I don't think conservative social media sites are the solution to the problem we're facing. If you are on Parler, though, does this make you excited? No. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever watch You Are Here on The Blaze with Elijah Schaefer and Sydney Watson? The thing that watching this that occurs to me is that these teachers, A, have assumed far too much, responsibility is not the word, but they've assumed that they can do and say things that are otherwise completely inappropriate. The show has now ended. Both of them have left the company after various controversies and internal investigations, but Sydney has made the news again for viral tweets demanding reparations from American Airlines after she was forced to sit wedged between two morbidly obese siblings on a three-hour flight. Her controversial tweets included, if you need a seatbelt extender, you are too fat to be on a plane, and if fat people wanna be fat, fine, but it is something else entirely when I'm stuck between you with your arm rolls on my body for three hours. Did you just call me blob? Sydney even posted pictures of her not being able to use her tray table without touching one of the passengers and her shoulder being stuck under another person. She said, my entire body is currently being touched against my wishes. I'm sick of acting like fatness to this extent is normal. Let me assure you, it is not. Go find the breastplate stretcher, now! American Airlines responded to Sydney by saying, uh, you know, our customers come in all shapes and sizes. Sorry, not sorry. What do you think, Team Sid or Team American Airlines? Yep, bye bye belt. 
thirsty for more tea? Lucky for you, it's Hot Take Tuesday. Hot Take Tuesday. People are big mad at Miranda Lambert for showing up and singing at a recent Jason Aldean concert in Nashville. Ever since Jason's wife, Brittany, said that she doesn't think it's right for adults to allow minors to transition with body-altering drugs and surgeries, they've been dubbed the most controversial couple in country. Jason asked the crowd if he should bring out Mary Morris as a special guest and everyone booed, so he brought out Miranda and Morgan Wallen instead. My husband and I were pretty much newlyweds when the world shut down, and so, I mean, it was actually a huge blessing in our relationship. We got to just spend some really good time together, like not running crazy, not on the road. You know, he jumped right into this lifestyle and was, he's a very positive person and gung-ho for anything, but we spent most of it out at my farm to an hour from Nashville and I mean, taking a New Yorker straight to the woods for like a year. Melissa McCarthy shared that she had the birds and the bees talk with her 15-year-old daughter one morning while they were picking up dog poop. Stars, they're just like us. I guess I'll pucker my lips and, uh, I don't know, I just kinda push them forward. I don't know what I'm doing. Brad Pitt recently wore a skirt and said that he finds Clint Eastwood masculinity to be exhausting. He described it as being when you hold everything within, you're capable, you can deal with anything, you don't show weakness. I don't understand where or why we got to this place where men either don't cry or they wear dresses. Like, why isn't there an in-between? It's okay for men to show emotions once in a while and talk about how they feel and still look and dress like men. This isn't rocket science. It's not that hard. And Julia Roberts says her advice to have a successful marriage is to make out. Wanna suck the face? No. I'm all caught up on A Friend of the Family on Peacock and I binged all of The Watcher on Netflix. Can't recommend those shows more. So good. So many of you also enjoyed my episode of The Spillover with Blake the Crappy Christian. Listen to that if you haven't yet. And don't forget, tomorrow night, I am hosting a true crime night at Arizona State University. It's a Halloween-themed pajama party. Come in person or watch virtually. Just make sure you sign up to reserve your free spot. The link is in our Instagram bio. Heart and thumbs up this episode. Today we are discussing if Sydney Watson has a point or not on morbidly obese people flying. Plus, your thoughts on Kanye West buying Parlor. DM this episode to someone and just say, hey, this reminded me of you. When they ask why, don't tell them. Just make them sweat. Let them figure out what part, and then tap the save button. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.